podcast. Get on it. <laughs> you know what? One thing I thought was super common is like that mentality. Because I feel like it's um this. It pertains to that, like the audience that we work with is like this thing of like, um, I need to smash my body mm. in like the first four weeks to make progress. Progress is only made through pure suffering in four weeks. A little bit, yeah. Like, like there's like, <laughs> there's no in between. It's like I'm either like, yeah, come to the gym and I like beat myself up, and that's how I'm gonna like do better. Mm. You know, there's like no in between of like, let me ease into this. Mm. It's like just let me smash myself, basically. Zero to one hundred. Yeah. Not I feel 50. like we see it, yeah. It's either that or it's the opposite where it's like, I don't want to do anything, which we've talked about, like the thing of like, you need to push yourself a bit. Mm. Yeah. I think people want to hit their goals super quick. That's why. Yeah, that's they true. push themselves as hard as they can to hit the goals quicker. We have a guest, yeah. a guest on today, Joe Hailstone. Hello. Uh, he's a <laughs> mate of ours. He's diving on, trained at our gym. Joe Fantastic Hailstone. drummer. Mr. Ooh, Hailstone. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Future Hailstone drums. Um, but yeah, so he's here diving on. In case you're hearing the third voice and you're like, what the frig's going on? Yeah. But, um, Come a bit closer though. Yeah. Speak over it. Yeah. Over there. Right here. Right yeah. here. Yeah, get out, mate. There we go. Um, yeah, you, know, I, you know what I mean though? Like, yeah, you got like two personalities. Certainly. Um, I think a big thing, what Joe just said, um, was the idea of everyone wanting to hit... The, they look at goals as like short-term things. Like, I just want to go from this... From zero to hero, they want to hit these big feats really quickly. Yeah. And they don't have any actual... Like um, zero to hero, I like that. Yeah, they you know all the gear, no idea type thing. They yeah. have no actual reference point to realize like doing a mu- going from be- spending most of your day just in an office and on the couch and not being reactive to then all of a sudden in four weeks learning to do a muscle up or squatting like two hundred kilos. It's not, or, it's not gonna maybe maybe you're a freak, yeah. a genetic freak, but really it's like people don't understand the effort. Even, even, even like even more realistic goals, like, all right, like within four weeks, are you going, you know, you're not going to drop 10 kilos. Like it's not going to happen, you know, unless you Mm. starve yourself for four weeks, but chances are you're just going to put it back on again, Mm. you know, or, you know, oh, my shoulder's sore, like, and my shoulder's beat up and I'm super tight. Like four weeks, yeah, you might see some change, but not change that's like going to be life changing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or consistent um, or consistent and actually set you up for the future. But that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Like, it's like the art of consistency. It's like that forgotten mm. or an untalked, like un, untalked about, unspoken, unspoken. unspoken thing. You know, everyone's the six-week challenges, the four-week challenges, come and do mm. my six-week weight loss booty, booty band, you mm. know, challenge. Mm. Like, it's a good start. Yeah, what after? But then what? Yeah, then mm. what? Like, but the art of consistency is what counts. Mm. You know, like... Well, I think it's about the other thing is, like you said... The big thing I've seen is like people get on a really good roll within those, those, I think the challenges are great for like, that's the starting point, but then they lose, they mentally like, oh, I've got six weeks to do it. And mm. once we hit week six and we're done, we're going into week seven, like, oh, well, I've done my challenge. Yeah. Or if I, if I haven't done it yet, it's, it's because I like, it's the coach's fault. Yeah. It's the gym's fault. You know, I haven't got the right leg leggings or I haven't got the right shoes, the right the, leggings, the right shorts. And, <laughs> no, it's, it's a real thing. Yeah. Like I, I spoke to my, um, she, something she else. listens to this. She's going to be angry. But my wife was bought some new <laughs> leggings the other day, like some tights. And I was like, Oh, you know, you got, she's got heaps of them. And she was like, <laughs> new tights make me want to work out more. Cause they're just, I feel nice. And I look like, you just look nice. Same, and, same. Brie. And I was like, same. So confused because again, it's cool, man. Power to whatever makes you start. And I said to her, whatever you need. Yeah. But for me, I was like, what? 
Like, just work out in a shitty pair of shorts, you know what I mean? Like, get up. Just get the work in. But that's the thing, right? It's that, it's like that thing you just said. It's like people, there's always something. Yeah. Something, something there. Well, to Joe's point, I think that was a good point. You can spend on it if you want to. Silent Joe. Is uh, like, <laughs> is like um, people want to achieve their goals really quick. So it's like, if I don't get that satisfaction of getting the change within the first like four to eight weeks, then the problem is with the service or what I've been doing or the equipment I'm using. It's mm. like, it's not with my expectations of problems with something else, like blaming mm. something else. But I feel like the characteristic is that those kind of people is the kind of people that jump from gym to program, gym to this, to that, fad diet, this, this, that. It's like you sports, whatever. They never get anywhere. Yeah. They never get anywhere because they, they don't stay consistent. 100%. But yeah. Yeah. It's like a classic psychological trope where people like if they're not getting 100% of their goals achieved they're just going to feel like nothing's happening yeah and then just feel like it's not worth it as well like teaching drums in in like the area of expertise that I have I see a lot of people just wanting to be able to play this crazy fast stuff or you know really difficult things and you know I've got to say like yeah well we've got to start with this really basic thing and do that for a long time until you get better at it and it's not going to happen overnight it's going to be like you're not really going to notice any difference until you look back on what you've done yeah. Six months later, hundred percent. Be like, oh, well, I'm way better. You know, I've almost got to sometimes take videos of people to show them their improvements. They're like, this was you six months ago. Remember? Remember when you came and you had no idea how to play this? Yeah. And now you can. You know. Yeah. Like, Look at to... the micro. Yeah. That's right. Like, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Mm. We do see that a lot as well. It's like you, you, you know, a really common one that I get is like, hey, you couldn't like get up off the ground before without knee pain. Now you can. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, we haven't maybe lost a bunch of weight, or we haven't like. You can't do pull-ups or you can't do full push-ups yet, but hey, you had pain before and now you don't, mm. you know, or you couldn't touch your toes before and now you can, or you couldn't hang or you couldn't do these things before and, you know, or you've never been consistent before. Hey, look at you now. Like you're just stronger, you know, within four to six weeks. Like you can see changes, but you're right. It's like people want 100% or nothing. So did I achieve that or not? And I think as well, like, because, um, you know, my wife and I started sort of training at the same time, but I trained mm. as a teenager a bit and yeah. done sports like, like growing up a lot. And she'd done pretty much nothing like physical exercise wise, except for a bit of gymnastics when she was younger. But she has a real tough time staying consistent with the gym, whereas I don't because I'm kind of used to pushing myself like that mm. and, uh, and knowing what it, like, it feels like to, to feel really sore after a session and really not want to go to the gym, but still going sort of thing. You know, like she just wasn't used to that sort of stuff. And she has a lot of trouble kind of, getting herself to the gym a lot of the time because of that and it's just you know she's just at a different stage in her journey I'd be I see in, her getting better yeah I'd be interested to know because yeah you like obviously me and Joel have had our journeys but I think being coaches and maybe having being in the field it's a bit different but for someone like you if we're talking consistency what's it been like to sort of I don't know if I like the same, but like fall in love with the process rather than with the actual outcome because the outcome takes time and if you always focus on the outcome like I find it frustrates me because the outcome is going to be here and maybe like, well, the outcome I wanted three years ago, maybe I got now, but now the outcome is what I want in three years from now. So the outcome is always going to be going further and further away. But if I look back three years ago and I think about the goals I wanted then, I'm like, oh, I actually did get a lot of those. Like I'm bigger, I'm stronger, whatever. Um, But the outcome now that I want is like, well, now I want to do these things and they're not here. So for you, how's it been like in terms of like, Consistency, you know, we've obviously helped and had this conversation along the way, but like finding consistency and sort of staying focused on, yeah, the process of ongoing things rather than the outcome you want, like immediately. What's that been like for you? 
Uh, I think the biggest thing was finding the right motivation. Um, so oh, yeah. for, for me, like doing jujitsu made me realize that I wanted to get stronger because and like have better cardio because that would make me better at jujitsu, you know, mm. and in turn like drums as well. But um, I used to not really like going to the gym because I was like, what's the point? Like it takes so long to see a physical difference in your body. And I even feel like I haven't really made that much, you know, physical changes in my body, even though you would say I have. The pythons, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the pythons, pythons out. Are growing, yeah. The pythons. Hiss, hiss, hiss. That's but, it. <laughs> but, but like, I, I just find that like, if you have the right motivation and the right reasons for training, it really pushes you to go harder sort of thing. Like mm. I, I feel exercises that I'm doing at the gym when I'm lifting weights and I, I can literally see how it would translate to jiu-jitsu and so I push myself extra hard on those things and see huge results in them because I know the effect and the outcome that it's going to have sort of thing it's like the motivation's there yeah um, and I think it's really important to find that early on in your journey because otherwise you're kind of like why am I doing this yeah you know what I mean like for some people it might be I want to run more you know for some yeah. other people like I want to play with my kids more or something like that so what does that look like and what sort of training is that going to look like um yeah, like for Mickey, it's like she wants a hot summer body. You know? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, do this, 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 and this, and then you'll need to change your diet a bit, and then you know, you've got your goals. And so she follows that. But even on that, like the outcome there, it's like it's, it's, pretty, object- well, it's pretty subjective. Like what does that mean? And, mm. and like I was saying, like when you achieve maybe what you wanted, like chances are you'll still won't be happy mm. necessarily. You know, you'll always want more. Like, and I think that's because I like what you said there. It's like the motivation to be like that's what you know Super. and if your motivation is i just want x mm. and that's like i just want to do a pull-up like that's fine but once you do a pull-up then what yeah like maybe the motivation like there should be there should be maybe that's a primary one but there should be some secondary ones but i also just want to be stronger like you're saying for life you want to be better for jujitsu mm. you want to be better for drumming you want to have that you know over the years you want to be able to develop that and less pain as well. That was a big thing as well. All that I, sort I just of stuff. don't really experience that much acute pain anymore. Mm. When I first started coming to the gym, a lot of times after jits, I would have bad wrist pain, neck pain, elbow pain, uh, pain down my back and stuff like that. Mm. And just strengthening my body has made that kind of minimized. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, like, yeah, sure, I still get negligent pains every now and then, but it feels so manageable. And because I've got tools that I can use at home in terms of like stretching or holding, bit, yeah. know, static exercises, yeah, it, it's made a big difference. Yeah. I guess having like that more subjective view where you're like, it, it maybe isn't there, there isn't really an end destination per se. There's more of just, I'm just, look, I'm moving in this direction to be healthier, stronger, fitter, faster, mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe that helps people with their mindset. Sort of, excuse me. Like, mm. <clears throat> yeah. Just brings a different lens to your training because now you enter your session with this thing of, I'm taking the 1% I get today and then next week I'm going to take the other 1% rather than, if I'm not there yet, then what's the point? I might as well add as well, like the motivation's changed. It's like you were mm. sort of mentioning just before, like now it's sort of like a mental health thing. I notice if I yeah. don't exercise for a week, I feel like antsy. Um, I just feel more kind of depressed in general. Mm. I just feel like I just need to do something. Um, I even get like, you know, if I haven't exercised in a while, I feel like rageful, if that makes sense. Like I feel like angry. Oh, like, yeah. Like I have to... <laughs> <laughs> Angry buddy, oh, feeling a bit angry. Sam, <laughs> I couldn't okay? train there for a while, for three weeks. I was the most angry human. Mm. But like, I, I legitimately, so, I was so angry, but I was ready to just chon. Yeah, ready to right. chon on all just the time. Chon, I was so angry. Like if you crossed the road too slow, and I had to like wait, yeah, you know, yeah. thing, I'd be like, <laughs> slammed out my window, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And I realized 
I actually haven't trained for three weeks. Yeah. And like, I need this. Oh it's like irritability, impatience. Like, oh. They all just increase. Yeah, and sadness as well. Like, I'd be at home just being annoyed and you don't even realize it's like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym right now, but I slowly came to realize, like, I need to. Like, yeah. My mum was saying, like, oh, it's a bit of an addiction, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, but also, like, it's got such good results. And every Careful. time, She'll every time I angry. finish the gym, <laughs> I always feel good. Every time. Like, yeah. I, I'm always driving home thinking, that feels good. You know, natural endorphins are releasing. Like, yeah. Everyone's got an addiction. It's some level, right? Some it's parts, like yeah. something. It could mm. be, I don't know what it is. And there's, like, obviously levels to this. But it's like, I don't see, I've had my mum. Growing up, my mum was always like, say that I had OCD towards exercise and very, you're very addicted and OCD like all the time. And it's only now that she's like, yo, that's actually kind of cool that you're like this way because you know what I mean? Like, it's a healthy thing. Like, my mum's like, I, you know, it's it, those kinds of tendencies that you might, quote unquote, people are saying, like, oh, you have this addictive thing. It's like, it's a self improvement. Self-improvement shouldn't be seen as that way. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a good thing. You should be obsessed about improving yourself, your fitness, your health. You should be obsessive about it. You Sometimes. Know? Obviously, within health. Within, within reason. Within yeah, reason. Yeah. But it's like a good thing to have that passion about. It's like, I want to improve my physical body, you know, mm. which then in turn affects your mental body. You yep. know what I mean? Mental health. Yeah. yeah. So, hand in hand. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think for me, the big thing is like, I've tried to fall in love with not training as in like, I try to look at training now as a practice. Mm. That's the difference. Mm. Is if you create something that's like a practice, a practice is like you're approaching it with like, it's just what you do. You work on your craft as opposed to, you know what I mean? Mm. I used to turn up the gym like, oh, I'm like going to the gym to train. When now I'm like, I, I try and view it um, as like a practice. Like I'm practicing the art of strength, flexibility, mm. self-improvement, movement, mm. whatever it could be. Mm. Totally changed my mindset. Mm. I mean, I got this from a guy that I read his blog sometimes and he's very like in this way, like very philosophical about training. And at first I was like, eh, it's a bit, you know, mm. woo woo. But then I read deeper and I like listened to some of the stuff he would, he would talk about and it really like framed it for me. It's like, if you start looking at the gym and training as like practice, self-practice, mm. like you would drums, like you would guitar. It's a totally different framework, you know what I mean? Almost yeah. like meditation or something, yeah. In a sense, yeah. yes. In, in, in a sense, sense yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess. Makes yeah. me think of like, like discipline. Like a practice, Who's a practice. Pra carry the boats. Carry the boats. Like practice and discipline sort of go hand in hand. It's like something you practice like, yeah, there's also a level of discipline that comes with that mm. because it's just about repeating that process. And that's what I was going to say to a point you made before where you're like, you notice it, like your motivation has changed. And so then it became about mental health. So it wasn't always about turning up and chasing to get stronger yeah, or, or chasing, or yeah, chasing the pump or chasing to get a certain movement or a certain lift or a certain weight. Sometimes it's about turning up just for the sake of consistency mm. because that's, and that honestly, I think like, again, to, like it's so underrated. Like, I think if you look at like when I, when I, like my personal things, like when I look at people that I admire in terms of the fitness industry and like sort of people that I'm like, oh man, like they've got something special. The more I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's less so that they've got something special or that they've got something magical. It's more so that they've just been doing this consistently they're more disciplined. for 10 or more yeah. years. They're just disciplined and they just show up and they do what, what's, they do what they're there to do. Mm. Not every session is 100%. Not every year is 100%. Not every month 100%. But they just show up and like they make it a practice. They make it a mm. discipline. 
they have different motivations, but the thing is that they do something. And I think that's the, the show of someone who, when you, you might see them now, or you, you, know, you might be that person now, like I look at myself now and I'm like, you know, cool, I've been doing this for like a long time, but I'm like another 10 years, where, where's it going to lead me? Mm. That means I don't need to worry about winning tomorrow. I mean, these, I just need to worry about like doing what I'm doing now for the next five, 10 years, mm. you know? Just like today. Yeah, just focus on today and, and, and take today as today comes. It sounds very philosophical, but it's sort of like show up today, put some work in today. Yeah, it's not always going to be, some sessions are going to be awesome. Like last week with the boys and I got the 200 kilo RDL. That was like, that was a session to go for it. Today, I didn't train. I just hung around, had some coffee. I trained yesterday. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, but from a macro, it's like, well, how many weeks in a row can I link that together? All right, mm. I've been doing that now for maybe five to 10 years. Cool. Let's add another five years of that sort of and refine it as you go, yeah. you know, and that's where, the, that's where the gold lies that then you see myself, you know, my, if I'm 35, that's, that's a very different thing now. Mm. You know, okay, now I'm 40, now I'm mm. 45. And it's like those things, those 100%. 1% stack up, those little wins, those week by weeks, those, you know, cool, I missed a month here, whatever. Mm. But those things stack up. So I think like the underrated, I like what you said there, where you're like the motivation changed, but the underwriting thing was like, you recognize just being consistent and showing up and doing the work on the day is what matters. Mm. And it's about the practice and the discipline of like, mm. Physical health is something I do. It's not like mm. I don't go and lift weights. I don't, you know, I go and I, I, I practice physical health and that has like so many facets to it. Then you can just insert whatever that is. Like. Yeah, and it's like that can be so dynamic, you mm. know, but the important thing is like show up and be consistent, I guess. 100%, right? 100%. So, I look at it as like, um, so I myself uh, grapple, do jiu-jitsu. Us, us, us. And uh, I used to have this mentality that I was like, I need to train five, six times a week and I just did a just choke motherfuckers and it'd be really good. And, um, you know, and I did that for a while and it was great and I obviously improved, you know, and I, and I got after it. But a reflection that I've had on it is like, one, unless you've got like competition coming up and things like that, then obviously you've got to train like that. But if you don't, it's like, that's not sustainable. That can't mm. be consistent. I mm. can't replicate that. So mm. now my whole goal for like, my physical practice within the grappling arts is I want to do jujitsu two times a week. Mm. Now I'm like, sometimes when I say, I'm like, Oh, two times a week. But if I do two times a week consistently Mm. every week times six months, Mm. you do the math, play the volume game, right? Play the volume game as opposed to doing, which I guys, I grapple with, they do four or five nights of jujitsu. They'll go for quite a while, then they'll get injured, shoulder, knee, six months, whatever. Then it's like four weeks off, physio, half rolling. I'm hurt. I can't do this. And it's it's just, well, it's this this seesaw thing. It's like I train a bunch and then I'm on the other side where me, my whole, and I obviously was in that hole. My whole focus, whole focus is I want to be able to replicate two times a week for a year. Yeah. And yeah. then see what happens. It's almost like the um, what's that? It's like the the, the tortoise and the hare. It's like yeah. you might run, you might come in and you might run a hundred miles an hour towards your goals. But how? Yeah, like you said, realistically, and we see this with clients all the time. It's like I want to add this and I want to do that and I want to add this and I want to chase this goal and I want to get this goal and let me go 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 go. And we're like, hold up, like let's just slow things down. Like let's play the long game here because we're not training to achieve something in six weeks. We're training and we're getting in the gym. So that we can be strong when we're 70, mm. 80, you know, 90. Like, so let's, let's approach it with that mindset. Like where we mm. just, like you said, play the volume game. 
I think that's such a smart way to think about it. Like, it's not what you can achieve in four weeks. It's what can you do in, like, four years. Mm. And there's times to do the hard stuff. Of course. Like, if I'm competing, if I have a competition, well, I'm going to up my volume for four weeks or five or six weeks to X amount of days a week. But if I'm not competing and there's no real reason for me to be just redlining it hard, Mm. well, then, again, it's what we're talking about. What Sam said, it's a volume game. Mm. Is how long, how much can I train for X amount of time and not be hurt. Sustain How consistent it. can yeah. I be? You Sustain know what I mean? That, yeah. And that's a Ryan Hall, a famous jiu-jitsu guy, very famous jiu-jitsu guy, competes in the UFC. He has something, he has a quote that I absolutely loved. He said, um, someone said that he's like super talented, like he's just, just a natural uh, jiu-jitsu yeah. guy. And he has this quote, I'm going to butcher it, but it's something along the lines of like, he says, no, the people that are the best in their field, the best grapplers, because he goes, they're not, genetically gifted they're not they got this they're more athletic he said all they are able to do is maintain their discipline longer than everyone else yeah mm-hmm. and i was like that for me i was like whoa damn yeah yeah it's true he's like and that's the that separates if you can just maintain something and that discipline consistently over a long period of time he's like you can be good yeah and it's so friggin' true yeah 100 100 yeah you don't have to be great to start but you have to start to be great Oh! <laughs> I feel oh, like we should oh, finish oh, on that. Oh, that was oh, so oh. good. That was so wow. good. I say that to you drum don't have ski- to be... I say that to drum students all the time because, like, a lot of kids, you know, because they're kids, they don't understand. They'll get so demotivated when they can't play the thing that I just played in front of them. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I make it look easy. You crush them and you play something amazing. Yeah, yeah well, I make it. You look... are nothing. You take, <laughs> taking souls from six-year-olds. But it's like it's like a simple beat, and I make it look easy, and then they'll be like, and then they'll try it and butcher it, and then just get a look on their face. You know, their shoulders will drop, and they'll look at me all sad, and I'll be like, "It's cool. Like, let's play it way slower." And I'd be like, you just did it. Now all we have to do is do that heaps of times until you can do it faster. Yeah. You know? like what, was, what was the quote again? You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to end up being great. I like that. Right. Every professional was an amateur once. Yeah. Oh, other one. I don't have a quote. Sorry, guys. Come on, bro. <laughs> the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Oh, oh shit. Oh, this is powerful, right? <laughs> all right? My favorite one is... Oh, I thought we were done after that. Oh. <laughs> Are we going to keep going? I was going to keep going. <laughs> Who's going to carry the logs? Who's going to carry the boats? That's a bit more obscure. Huh? But I hear you. No, but anyone listening to this should know that. Who's going to carry the logs? Yeah. Who's going to carry maybe. the boats? David Goggins, look him up. Yeah, mate. He's a disciplined animal. But that's yeah. it. And discipline comes from within. That's it. <sighs> Success is the sum of things done Dude, daily. I, I write wow. <laughs> Look at us go. This is a freaking book. I ride and die by these quotes. Man. Wow. <laughs> entrance, I say them to myself. Feed the wolves. You've got two wolves inside of you. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Oh, I like that. Wow. I, that's good. Wild wow. times. See you later. So get started.